Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Hurricane Valley with Norm Hewitt and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Thanks to Rosine, New Zealand's most trusted paint and longtime supporters of the Hurricanes. And shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Welcome in to Hurricanes Valley, uh, Manoa in studio for Ricardo. Norm Hewitt is in the studio in Wellington. We might be having some technical difficulties first off. Norm, can you hear me, mate? Doesn't seem to me that Norm can hear you, or hear me rather. Jeez, wouldn't be wouldn't be Hurricanes Valley if everything went smoothly, would it? I would love for you to get in touch on double eight double three. Let us know your thoughts on the upcoming match between the Hurricanes uh, and also Moana Pacifica. Uh, Moana Pacifica having to back up again on the Tuesday, so it's going to be a full-on schedule for them. Um, don't forget that this show is brought to you by Resine. You can decorate with confidence uh, with quality Kiwi-made Resine paints. If you're starting a paint project, get advice from Resine. If you've got paint questions, ask the experts at Resine. And if you've got questions uh, on the Hurricanes, then send them through on double eight double three. We're still having um, what seems to be some pretty major technical uh, difficulties. Give us a wave if you can if you can hear us, Norm. No luck from Norm. Ben in Studio B is uh, absolutely working. is is running around with his hair on fire trying to get this get this uh, sorted. I think what we might do is we'll take an air break here and we'll see if we can't get uh, Norm Hewitt up uh, on the. Uh, on the desk here. We'll be back with you in just a few minutes. Yeah, welcome back into the show. Take two. Um, the Australian uh, company that owns this place has, has just sabotaged our lines. We haven't been able to get through to Norm, but we've got him now on the phone. Norm, are you there, mate? Yeah, him and I. Good to be on the show, bud. And those damn Aussies oh. are killing me, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just before we get into some Hurricanes chat, we've actually, um, on the SENZ run home, we've had a, a couple of votes for you this week. Um, we put together in honour of uh, uh, Sonny Bill Williams taking on Barry Hall um, in, the boxing, yeah. in the boxing tonight. We were recasting boxers um, as other sporting people and, and someone um, messaged in and said, oh, Norm Hewitt would be a good Mike Tyson. <laughs> Was it, it was because of, that I, I speak like that? <laughs> I'm not sure that didn't quite elaborate. I, um, it could have been that. It could have been that. could have been the speech. Yeah. Um, well, hey, it's good to get nominated. That's, that's, the, that's the most important part, but Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to watching that fight later on. But um, we're here to talk about the Hurricanes, mate. Um, we've had a text in already. Um, from Michael, he's texted in, uh, he says, Hurricanes, TJ Pedernata has been named to play against Moana Pacifica. Um, I guess we should start there. That is the biggest news for the Canes. Uh, we've seen the team list that's come out today. And uh, TJ Pedernata back in the squad after 19 months. How big is it for the Canes to have him back? Oh, absolutely huge. TJ brings such a wealth of, of knowledge and experience and, you know, he called it what they said it was 596 days since he last played for the um, played for the Hurricanes. So him coming back in, I think we're going to see a different dynamic in this team. 
Um, no disrespect to the players uh, that have played Jamie Booth and them. He will bring um, that with what the team has been missing in my uh, respect to the consolidation between the connection between the forwards and the backs. Uh, he'll bring a leadership and and, and experience and authority that uh, I think it's also been a bit dismissed um, over the last few weeks. Again, part of that has been the disruption. Looking Really looking forward to watching TJ run on this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Just looking through the team list as well, is there anything else that jumps um, off the page at you in terms of, of players being back in or, or players that are in form at the moment? Well, oh, look, um, I think uh, looking at uh, Braden, I will see in the number eight position. I think that's a um, look. Really looking forward to him coming in and and commanding in that role. It's going to be a great combination between him and TJ. But also looking at the um, the backs, you've got three debutants in the back, and Morgan Walden and uh, and Morby. So I think that's going to um, be a really interesting uh, time. That's going to be special for those young men. But it's going to be, you know, this is big-time footy. So see how they, they shape up against uh, the Mourner Pacific. But, that, I mean, it's great to have any time you take on your first debutant game where you pull on the jersey for the first time, it's a special moment. But um, I'll see in those three young men, I think it's going to be uh, setting up for a, for a great game. Yeah, absolutely. I was just reading an article before, actually. Um, it was talking about Peter Gus Sawakula from the Chiefs, who's had an incredible season. Um, but the article was saying, sorry, Peter Gus, the number eight jersey for the All Blacks is sewn up. It's Adi Savia, and um, he uh, has been instrumental for the for the Hurricanes, one of the few All Blacks that they actually have, but a massive impact um, and one of the form players of, of Super Rugby. Do you agree with that, with that assessment that, that he's sewn up? He's got to be in that loose forward trio uh, come All Black selection time? Yeah, look, I think sewing up one of the positions, I don't know if, uh, if I agree with the position at number eight, uh, but the consistency and uh, the maturity that Artie brings when he's on the field as a professional footy player, absolutely uh, second to none. And, you know, he should have, unless something seriously happens, um, Artie's already started the season with, uh, with in great form. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jordy Barrett, the other All Black uh, talent in the Hurricanes team, he's also been a, a, a real steadying presence, it seems, uh, for the Canes. And like I, like I mentioned, they don't—they're not filled with All Blacks like um, you know the Crusaders and Chiefs are kind of getting that way as well. But the ones they do have have been instrumental. How good's uh, Jordy been this year? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's, it's interesting watching Jordy. There's a certain part of the game of each game that he's played so far this season where he gets a bit angry, man. And I think that's the Taranaki father side, you know, on the old man was got a bit angry and he, he pulled a few out. But uh, Jordy, once he's got a bit, bit, uh, bit of aggression, he gets a bit of the red line in, into that mark. He actually turns it up from hitting the rucks, stealing the ball and make bringing in the big tackles. Uh, he's been absolutely one of the other ones that's been instrumental. And, you know, all you need now is Dane Coles to be back in there. You get uh, Dane, Artie, TJ and um, Jordy. You can build a great team and around them, and that, that's what they're doing. So looking forward to seeing all four of those players on the pitch. And, you know, balance it up with, you know, you've got Amor, who's coming back from injury. Lomax, who's been really steady. Uh, Scrafton, who's actually played really well, and see that Reed Princip gets the captaincy role, mm. which is great for him. 
and you know even Blake Gibson. So I think there's a there's a real good foundation, a great foundation, and it's going to be seen on Friday night, which we're looking forward to. Yeah, it's unfortunate that it's on Friday. The news came out today that from Friday night, I think it's about midnight Friday night, we can have crowds back at Super Rugby games, and unfortunately for the Canes, um, just missing out on that one. You'd almost you'd almost ask to push it back to a Sunday just to get a crowd in there. How much different will it be once we've finally got crowds back in there? Oh, i tell you what, a huge difference because it's just so weird watching a footy game with no spectators and then you get a footy game with 100 spectators. Now you've got, you know, 1,500 spectators. It, we won't know ourselves and the players, I think, will be far more excitable and it's got to be great for, um, for us to get back to some form of normality. So, you know, I understand the process. Uh, sometimes, you know, the timing, uh, well, you know, it is what it is and, We'll get back to some full stadium somewhere along the line, I'm sure. Yeah, just happy to have games uh, back on after after last weekend. Um, as we mentioned, no no game on last weekend. Moana Pacifica did play. Uh, the Hurricanes are playing Moana Pacifica this week. And then they're, re, uh, they're going back-to-back Moana Pacifica taking on the Blues on the Tuesday. What impact would that have on their Friday game, if, if any? Oh, uh, look, you know, I think, Warner Pacific have, have had a bit of a hard road right from the beginning because they you know right from the beginning down in Queenstown they couldn't play any footy. I've been kind of pushed around a wee bit in regards to oh, we're playing, we're not playing, we're, we are playing, all those kind of scenarios. It is what it is again in this crazy world of COVID. It's going to be really hard on them. I thought that they would come off and be a better competitor uh, against the Chiefs. They didn't quite really step up like they did against the Crusaders, back-to-back is going to be hard. This is their first season. It's going to be a challenge. And look, I'm sure they're up for it, but the Canes and the Blues, two big teams to come up against within a short amount of time. Yeah, they've also, I I believe I was reading uh, that they've named three uh, debutants uh, in the side to face the Hurricanes as well. Um, What's the outlook for them in this game? I mean, obviously, we're a Canes show. We think the Canes are going to win this weekend. Um, but, I don't know, what are you expecting to take out of this game from, from a Canes perspective? Well, look, number one, they've got to get the win. Number one, they've got to get the bonus point because that's all going to count in the end. Secondly, the Pacific, Warner Pacifica will we'll look at this game and going, OK, we've got to put ourselves in a bit of mark, come back from the Chiefs game. Um, the Canes will take a lot out of this because of CJ's coming back mm-hmm. and Amor's coming back and they've mixed it up around the um, the loose forward and they're giving three young players a crack at, at big time footy. doesn't take away from, you know, there's enough um, experience on the bench so they'll be able to mix it up. Uh, it's going to be valuable because you can train all you want, you can play NBC, club rugby, you can play all of those games but it cannot beat getting on the field for a super game. And those three debutants and the one coming off the bench, they'll be better off for the team and overall for the deck. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is, it is. Uh, I want to get the word right. It's not history round. It is. Oh, I've lost. Sorry. Is it the historic round? Yeah. Around some of the historic? historic round, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we, we're going to get Ben May on, not because um, he's, a, he's a historic player, he's still playing, um, but because he was part of the, the 2016 title team um, 
and then and then still in the team this year. But what what were some of your favourite teams to play in, Norm, back in the day? Look, I couldn't go too far past the '93 Hawks Bay team that beat the uh, British Lions. Oh, yeah. um, also, the New Zealand Māori team that uh, played against the British Lions the same year. But the one that really sticks to mind is the 2000 Wellington Lions um, NPC final against the Crusaders, where the Crusaders had something like 16 All Blacks in there. And the uh, uh, Hurricanes, you know, players like Christian Cullen, Tana Umanga, Don Olamu, uh, Jerry Collins, uh, Rodney Suialo, Dion Waller, Nuki Apiaki, just some very, very special players and talent. And, you know, uh, it'd be the one that I remember the most because it was played down in Canterbury. It was on their park, and we were up against it from a crowd perspective, and it was good to come home with the uh, with the trophy. So that, that's the one I remember. And I think of the likes of Big D May, you know, the season, his body started 2004, 2022. <laughs> Goodness sake. He's, old, he's older than most of the coaches. <laughs> but he's still out there. That's the most important thing. He's still out there. And I give it up to him. He's a legend. Oh, you, you mentioned legends. Some of the players that you were playing with um, back then in 2000, that team that you just rattled off, if you had a read that team to me and then asked me if that was the All Blacks team, you might have just about tricked me on that because some of the names yeah. in there, um, it was ridiculous. How, what was it like? Obviously, on field, probably a dream to be playing with so many talented, talented guys. Oh, look, it was it was such a privilege to be part of that team or in that part of that environment, and you know, to play with with players with the standard. Christian Cullen, John Olamu, and Tana Umanga, Jason O'Halloran, Rodney Suala, those young players that are coming through and the older statesmen. Um, and we had an international players as well, Mornay Vandermeer and Kevin Yates uh, from South Africa and from England. It was just such a special time. And, and it was, we just knew, we didn't have to look over our shoulder. We knew that everyone was there to actually do the business. And it was a hard road to the final. But once we got to the final, it was, it was one of those moments where what's the best place to go and beat somebody on their own turf, particularly <laughs> those one-eyed Cantabrians. And against some of the players, you know, like there were David Ben Blair, Vunabaka, Gibson, Ralph, Mertens, Marshall, Robinson, Thorne, Maxwell, Blackadder, Somerville, Hammett and, and Feek. You know, just read those off. And there's another all-black team. Yeah. So, it was an epic, epic game. Yeah, we were talking um, on the Deep South show, uh, the Highlanders show with Jeff Wilson. Uh, Josh Cronfeld was on there as well. They mentioned, obviously, uh, how much fun it was for them um, to be in those teams back then, um, but also how much fun it was or how great they were as tourists. How much fun was it going on the road when you had a team rolling like that? Um, you know, you're getting wins, oh. you're out on the road. Again, it's, it's a bit like rock star stuff, but back then it was you know, lots of really cool um, connection with the community, with your fans, uh, and of course the rivalries that were there. There were rivalries hard on the field, but we, we made up for it after the games, no matter if we won or lose. It was a special time. You know, we were still in that uh, the area. We were just into the professional era. And it makes a big difference when you are in amateur era and then the transition into the professional era. Um, those are the memories of past, 
and those are the ones that you tell your your grandkids about and your kids because uh, you can. Yeah, yeah, because you you were there. Uh, you were doing it. Heritage round is the word I was trying to think of. It's just come back to me. It's not retro round. Heritage. It's bloody heritage round, isn't it? <laughs> um, we're just about. We're just uh, getting Ben May up on the line now as well. Um, he can tell us about how, how everything's going on in camp. Um, and then also, we, we want to cast our minds back to 2016. Obviously, you weren't in the team, um, but uh, how how much did it mean to you to, just to watch the Canes get a Super Rugby Championship? Oh, look, you know, right from the beginning of professional footy back in, in the day, uh, Canes had a pretty special um, game plan of uh, throw-around, you know, razzle-dazzle, and they had some amazing players. We never got... But we played against teams. Those put in perspective. We played against teams that also had some pretty amazing players. We didn't ever get to that place. I think we, my era, we got to a semi-final or quarter. It was against the Brumbies. Didn't make, didn't make the cut. But to actually see for the first time that the, uh, the Canes 2006 when they or sixteen when that was sixteen? Yeah, 16. Sixteen when they actually took it. I tell you, it was um we were there, you know, and as an ex player, you can feel more proud to watch the, the players, the team and being part of that club um finally pick up the trophy and yeah. uh yeah. Absolutely. Um one of the players that was there back in twenty sixteen, um, when they won the inaugural championship for the Canes was Ben May. He joins the show now. G'day Ben, how are you mate? That's the story. Um, we're here with Norm Hewitt. We're just talking about um, his uh, some of the incredible teams that he played in um, in the late 90s and 2000s. Um, and then we were talking about just now that 2016 title. What do you remember from that season? Well, firstly, I used to watch a lot of those games, Norm. It was uh, one of the reasons I played for the game still today. But um, the thanks for the inspiration. But, um, oh, the 2016 season was... Um, Oh, it was a great, it was one of the greats because we had a chip on our shoulder from 2015, obviously, losing that final against uh, the Highlanders. And yeah, we, I sort of knew three weeks out um, that we were going to win it, pretty much. Um, we had that rush too, and no one scored a try against us in the quarters of the teams on the final. So um, it was a pretty cool feeling knowing that. And then Wellington obviously turned on a fine tonight. and blowing sideways rain, <laughs> so um, the, the Lions hardly even wanted to come out. <laughs> and, mate, I, I must say you're a legend, my friend, because you know when you think of your debut in 2004, you get the championship in 2016, and now it's 2022. Back then, playing with some of the you know players that I love to watch, like the Dane Coles, um, even like Michael Fatialofa, uh, you had Lonnie up front, the Bear, the Tongan Bear. Tell us a wee bit about the environment back then and how has it changed from then to now? Yeah, like you mentioned those guys and they were real characters. Um, we had a team full of characters and we also had a bit of a core group that we that had come in in about 2012. Um I guess the changing in the guard there, and with a with a with a sprinkling of characters like Lonnie and and um, Fats, and you know they brought a real 
I don't know, it's hard to explain, but they just had a different X factor and, you know, when they lit it up, they lit it up and it was pretty awesome to be a part of and a lot of us just went about our work and just did it pretty, did our roles pretty well and let them watch those guys and um, let, watch them rip it up, really. Yeah, and you and you and you're still ripping it up. Um, I've just got a question that I wanted to pass on from a, a, a good friend of mine, and, and I believe a good friend of yours, uh, one Stephen Rex Donald. He wants to know: um, Do you reckon you've got the best body for any prop in the <laughs> going round at the moment? Be be. <laughs> <laughs> Not even answering that terrible question. <laughs> um, no, but I'm, I'm actually, the boys have been saying I've got my legs are too skinny at the moment, so I've been living in the squat rack. It's two years on the farm, I've faded away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you know if, uh, when you're suiting up again? I suppose you. Uh, yeah, not this weekend. I've got work to do. I've got to go back to the farm for 10 days and then I'll be uh, back on deck for those. Um, Five games uh, that are sort of in four weeks. Um, but so, yeah, so heading then, home to the farm this week. Yeah. What was, what was the phone call? Who rang you at the end of last year and said, mate, you won another season? And did you think it was bad? <laughs> and, uh, mate, no, well, tell us about that. Yeah. Oh, mate, it was, um, it was Jason Holland and I actually thought he was ringing up for a bit of advice on um, <laughs> just team culture stuff. And so we were talking just as we do casually. And then he says, oh, here, here's the rig. And I said, um, oh, you know, who did? And now you're oh. back in the team. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. Right, city of fuck. Sorry, yeah. mate, we're, we're running out of time. We've, we've been cut short by the powers <laughs> that be. But um, thanks very much for your time, mate, and go well when you, when you do get back on the team. I'm sure the rig's in great nick. Bloody good. Cheers, lads. Thanks very much. And and thanks, Norm. Um, It's been Hurricanes Valley for another week.